0: Welcome to meet the filmmakers Sam Riley and Clement Schick at the Apple Store Kurfürstendamm in Berlin. And please welcome our guest moderator, Knut Elstermann.
1: Yeah, hi, welcome. Good to see you all. Thank you very much for coming. And please welcome two amazing actors, Sam Riley and Clement Schick. And I'm very happy that you are here, that we can talk about that amazing movie uh, that has been already released in Germany, so you could see it <laughs> if you want to see it. And you can see it. And um, Tonight. the English title is The Dark Valley, by the way, and the deutsche title is uh, Das Finstere Tal, with these Two great, amazing actors, both have, as you know, uh, an international career. Clemens was, for instance, the evil guy in Casino Royale. Do you remember? Great face, I never forgot, never. It was really amazing. Um, He had a great time uh, at the Berlinale. I did, Three movies, one of them in a competition called Praia do Futuro, a gay, very passionate love story. So he was there and two more movies. And Sam became world famous, I think. You all know that with Control, the movie about Joy Division, and it will be always the movie you started your career with, and you have always to answer questions about that, even though we probably hate it right now. I don't know. No, no, we, I'm, ha- know. I'm
0: always happy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it was a great movie. But we saw you also like, um, in movies like a Brighton Rock, based on the great novel of uh, Graham Greene, yeah. and On the Road, also a very famous novel. Yes. It was in Cannes, I think, that it was, yeah. in the competition of Cannes. Okay. So. And he is living in Berlin, as you know, married to a great German actress. But maybe we talk about that a bit later. Now we talk about <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie uh, that is now yeah. in our theater. And this is really something very special. I mean, <coughs> it's a German-Austrian co-production. And, Clemens, I would like to ask you uh, at first, because I think this, the rare thing is this is a genre movie. yes, And this is something that we have not enough, I think, in Austria and in Germany.
2: So what did it mean to you to have a movie like this, a jungle movie? Well, it's really interesting when you tell people that you have been in a Western, and then they ask, where did you shot it? And then you say, we shot it in the Alps. And everybody's sort of re-asking, what do you mean, like a Western? And they don't really believe it before they saw it. And then they really believe it because it isn't absolutely 100% Western, and it's great. And, you know, it's like, it's a dream to be in a Western. I love horse riding. Actually, we learned it again, or we refreshed it together yeah. here in Berlin. And um, it was a great pleasure. Even, even though it was hard, we were shooting high up in the mountains, lots of snow, lots of coldness. But it was, it was great. It was a great experience. Yeah. And for you, was it also a dream come true?
0: Yes. Yeah, of course. I mean, the Germans have a, uh, yeah. an old tradition of making Westerns. But they were always pretending it was America, weren't they? So, this is sort of what makes it more special. But somehow, when you're in the valley and you're on the sets, which are real houses where families live, somehow it it feels very, it doesn't feel like you're sticking a genre somewhere it shouldn't go, (laughs) so to speak. It felt very authentic.
1: Mm-hmm. Authentic. Sam speaks <laughs> German very well. Perfectly very well. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> been <laughs> fun. <foul. laughs> and did, did you play as a little boy, cowboy, and yeah, Native um, American? Um, <laughs> among
0: many other mm? things with my brothers, uh, we were Robin Hood and mm. Lawrence of Arabia. But definitely, my, uh, my grandparents actually had, my father used to play as Clint Eastwood as a child. And <laughs> had a poncho and everything. Really? And he, st- uh, he still had a Winchester toy from the 50s, which I used to play with as a child. So the riding was new, but playing with a Winchester was <laughs> something I'd been <laughs> rehearsing my whole life.
2: <laughs> what about you? Well, I always yeah. loved horse riding. Yeah. And um, so I, I was very happy to th- th- about the idea of being on a horse in a whole movie. And um, I just had recently was my birthday. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was always during it. Carnival. Yeah, that's why I'm mentioning <laughs> it. And um, when I was a kid, it was always during Carnival, and now it's always during the bellinale So it's like, um, yeah, the festivals changed. But,
1: <laughs> but was it hard for you to to ride on a horse, or do you really like it so much? As you said,
2: I really love it, but it was quite a challenge because yeah. the horses were not that used to the snow as we were expecting or it, filming. or to the filming. Yeah. So it's quite a different situation when you're riding a horse and there like, there's all the camera teams and all the light. Every, everybody's like all these people around it. And you know, there were sometimes, and of course, which is always the problem is when you're shooting uh, in, in snow, that you can't just walk around because obviously you see immediately that, that everybody has been already there. So it was quite, it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I was really happy when I saw the movie like a few days ago here on the Berlinale, how great it looks and how easy it looks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There
1: was (laughs) a special screening at the Berlinale, the Berlin Film Fest, so it was not in competition, but it was a great gala to present all the stars of that movie and that very special movie, which is based on a book by Thomas Willmann. It was a great bestseller in uh, Germany and also in Austria, but they changed some things. And it's very interesting what they changed. For instance, you, the guy coming from outside into that village to the people in a novel. He's a painter. Mm. He is a photographer. Why is there an explanation for that?
0: Well, I think um, it was an idea that came to Andreas and the the scriptwriter because watching someone paint in a movie is pretty boring (laughs) Um, and, and somehow and doesn't quite fit with not necessarily the genre, but it's difficult to show uh, with enthusiasm someone painting and also the idea came to them... I mean, the people in, the, in, the, in this valley have seen paintings before, but mm. they've never seen a photograph. So the idea that he comes with something that doesn't take as long, for one, and also is somehow magical and...
2: And dangerous in and a way. Dan- no. Yeah, no. F- yep.
0: Scary, and yeah, spooky, yeah. this box with a memory... So it works, and uh, uh, Thomas Willman liked the change,
1: apparently. It's a little bit like um, the Native Americans or Native people maybe react on on a guy with a camera like that, that they never saw before. So it's really a new technique. Yeah, they
0: used to think it stole your soul and things like that. So that's
1: that's what we already described, a stranger coming to that very special village, a very special valley. We should see that scene. We should see now how he is coming to that (laughs) very important place.
3: hide me runs to the rocks saying, eh? please rock hide me runs to the rocks saying, eh? please hide me along them day along them day along them day along them day, along them day. He runs to the sea, the sea it is raging. He runs to the river, river is bleeding. He runs to the sea, the sea it is raging. Along them day. Along them day. Along them day. Along them day. day. Cinnamon is running, he's running for shelter. Cinnamon is running for shelter. Cinnamon is running for shelter.
1: So, what came into your mind watching this clip? I could see a lot of reaction. Um,
0: <laughs> my, as as Clement said, so the horses weren't so... Uh, they had even less cinema experience than, uh, than I did. <laughs> and I'd practiced once this um, pulling the horse, but in a paddock going around in a circle, which is quite easy. So I thought, I've got this. <laughs> no problem. And um, then we were doing it on this little path in the mountains, and the one the horse behind kept biting the ass of the horse <laughs> I was riding on. And the first time it did it, my horse really jumped. Jumped, and uh, it's very cool to keep a calm, composed <laughs> expression on your face while trying to pull a horse away from it biting your horse's ass. So that's I mean, this, funny, was this was so things.
2: amazing. You can't imagine how uh, complicated horses can be with each other. We always had to look, okay, this one can't walk behind this one and this one should be first because otherwise it's going to run an- anyway at the beginning of the line. And so there were always these discussions, which horse... Yeah,
0: and they had stallions there, hengst. <laughs> yeah. The problem was is that it, w- it was very cold for the horses in the mountains and then they would go and sleep in a nice tent in the valley, which was the idea. But they put the tent next to an electrical pylon. So the horses just had the ganze Nacht. (laughs) So they would arrive on set having slept even less than (laughs) we had. And so they were already irritated at breakfast.
1: So so we saw the horse, we saw you, we saw you coming into that uh, valley. It's a very delicate moment, I think. He's a stranger, of course, from from America, coming to that valley, and um, it's short before the winter will will start. I think it's really very important to know, because when winter comes, everything is over. Why? What happens then for the village?
0: The the town or the village becomes completely separated then from the valley below. So once you're there and the snows come, then you're there until the following spring.
2: Which which isn't invented in a way. I mean, today of mm-hmm. course there are streets, but um, when you go to these old houses, you you realize that they they invented that bread which which stays the whole winter. So they I- and it's interesting. Today you come to that valley from the Italian side, but in earlier times it belonged to uh the 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 more uh, austrian part of 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 Tyrol so they came over the the how do you call to yeah. say that pass um, yeah. i mean uh, yeah. over the mountain from the other side so when there was the winter they didn't left their valley. And even when they told me that when somebody died during winter, they kept them o- uh, um, somewhere in the houses. And then when, the, when it was possible to leave the valley again, they carried them out to the church. Because they couldn't which b- was on them, the other they? side. Yeah. It
0: was too hard, the ground. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. One of the l- uh, um, farmers' houses who we were using, he's 80 something years old, and he'd never l- left the valley. And he'd never married either, because the three women to choose from, he didn't fancy either. <laughs> <any of the laughs> <laughs> what a story? Yeah. Um,
1: it's the s- south of Tirol, You already said that, and uh, yeah. the landscape is really part of the whole story. It's really a, a character, I think, and it is really amazing to see it. How uh, the visual concept of the director, by the way, it's Andreas Brochaska, um really works here. What was your first impression coming to that valley, seeing it, and
2: uh, knowing I will spend a lo- long time here? Well, you know what? The first nights I woke up in the middle of the night and I was. I woke up because I thought th- something happened, because there was no noise. Mm-hmm. I'm living in Kreuzberg and it was such a difference. This this silence, total silence in mm-hmm. the night. And then you have to get used to the mountains because, you know, the view was always like on a mountain, on snow, on rocks. Mm-hmm. So, but I loved it. Yeah, me too. But um, after one month or after one month and a half, there was also a, also a relief of Leaving it again.
1: Wi Fi.
0: Yeah.
2: But it, by
1: the way, is a very vivid district of Berlin. We have to explain that yes. to the world. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> so, but I can understand very, very well yeah. your feelings. What about you, Sam?
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. concur. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was really stunning. I'd never really spent any time ever in the mountains. I'd never skied as a child or anything. Um, I got a much friendlier reception than I get in the movie. I should say oh, yeah. they were incredibly welcoming people, yeah, and right. uh, we really became part of the v- part of the the town while we were there because every everyone was involved in some way or another, either accommodating us or working as compars and extras in the m- in the movie.
2: So it was very much a sort of a group. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, we spent there like one month and a half and we stayed in the hotel together or in apartments close and when you say town it was a village with like 150 people living there or something or 100 or something was really small and the whole valley was involved i mean because we were shooting in all over in that that place so they everybody knew about us and was was we really had a great time there it's even maybe disappointing
1: but it's not one village it's consistent in a way Different villages, different houses. Yeah, little
0: hamlets, yeah. But sometimes these thing, places aren't more than five houses each or something. I had a one funny experience when we started, we were doing the horse riding lessons in the, at the base of the valley where the horses were trying to sleep. And uh, I wanted to do the rehearsal in full costume so I'd get a feeling with the heavy coats and things. And then in the drive back up the valley, I. Uh, I needed some cigarettes, so I went to the local uh, petrol station where there was also a bar inside. And the driver did say to me before I get out, "Are you going to go like, like this?" this? <laughs> and I thought, "Well, yeah, it would be two seconds." And I went in the bar, and ev- there must have been the majority of the men of the of that particular village all drinking their Abens beer. And then I go in, and the door, and it was. Perfectly like one of these cliched western scenes. The whole place went completely quiet. Someone went... And the, everyone in the whole bar looked around <laughs> at me with this cowboy hat on in the thing. And they pretended not to understand what I was asking for <laughs> and everything. <laughs> so embarrassing. But I thought I will remember this feeling of the uh, foreigner when, mm. I, when I shoot that scene.
1: What is exactly your part in the movie? And you, you talked about the reception in the movie, so we will see it right now and we will hear your beautiful, charming German that you speak in the movie. This is
3: ganz lieb. This was Connor. Weil das da auch noch lebt, so nauter Memel. Das war unten kaum mehr als eine halbvergessene Legende. Aber das war den Leuten da herum gerade recht so.
4: Wer bist
0: du? Reiter. Was willst du da bei uns? Quartier. Schau Kleber, dass du das gleich umkehrst.
2: Hast du nicht gehört?
0: long bleiben? In winter.
3: Wird nicht rechen, eine Beitel.
1: So, believe me, sometimes, although for me, the English subtitles are very helpful because it's German in a way,
2: what they speak, the gang, for instance. But, well, but we both were speaking in a foreign language. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was very strange for me as well you know
1: because you and uh, paula bear amazing young actress in the movie and she's a storyteller yes well from her perspective the whole story is told you both are not from the south of germany or from austria all the others in the gang they are from there
2: for them it's easy to speak that way but for you well actually i'm from the south of germany but i was raised by a mother from berlin so i've never spoken sort of the dialect so was it hard for you to learn it well I don't have that much text, I must say, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a very silent movie, but yeah. it was a chal- challenge to do it to do it that's uh, so good that you just don't realize that you act very really more, however did
1: maybe native speakers <laughs> call it that way from Austria or from Bavaria, criticize
2: you? Are they satisfied with the way you you talk? I think what we created in this movie is sort of a dialect which does not really exist so we were, uh, so far I understood it's a dialect where they've tried to figure out it tried to took parts from the s- South Tyrol, the Italian part the the Austrian part and they sort of created a, a, a dialect so n- um, nobody can really say this is not correct but that's how far i uh, m- myself as a stranger understood w- stood it. Mm-hmm. and of course, it's very important that you are coming from America into
1: that village you speak German as we heard perfectly, but with a charming accent and it was for for the director, I think very important to have to to hear that yes. you are a stranger so w- what was it for you to uh, maybe it's the first time that you really spoke german yeah. in a movie
0: yeah Yeah, in a, in, a, in a film yes. yeah yeah sure um, <laughs> 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 um it was different, very different. That was part of what attracted me to the idea, not only the, the genre, but also to work in a foreign language. What's strange about it is, is that when, you're acting in, when I act in English, I don't have to think for a second that I'm saying the word correctly. Whereas um, that sometimes crosses your mind when you speak it, especially when it's cold and G- your, your lips aren't working properly, but... Uh, I mean it was I really I really I really enjoyed it. And also what a, something about the Tobias and Florian and several of the other actors who play the Brenner Brothers were are actually farmers as well. So there was no end of to you know, the authenticity was really there to them and they helped everybody else sort of become part of this place. Mm-hmm.
1: So you are in a very classical uh, western situation, a stranger coming to a town, isolated here, a snow western, is also a jungle by the way, the snow western, Cheyenne for instance, yeah. typical snow western. And you have a huge secret, of course, we won't r- reveal it here, that's clear, but maybe we can describe a little bit the direct or the shadow that is behind you, because there is a connection between America, your life, your former life and that village. I'm curious how you will describe it. Without <laughs> yeah, to me too, it's difficult, spoiling well, uh, the movie. I
0: mean, the, the there is a shadow hanging over the people of this village or, or town, which is, uh, and it's obviously the the main perpetrators of the fear that and and that's going on there, is this family of uh, the Brenner brothers. I, why any American would choose this particular unfriendly place to photograph is obviously suspicious in, in, in the first place, and the fact that he speaks German, but really all, he's, all he gives away to the um, people that are putting him, uh, giving him lodgings is that his mother taught him the language. And he has a s- close connection. The only connection he has in, in the story is to Luzzi, who's played by Paula Behr. And she's about to get married and somehow this conne- this her story and what she's going through now and my reasons for being there intertwine. How was that?
1: Fantastic. That's fantastic. I shouldn't tell or more. No. Yeah, that's okay. We, we that's stop here. <laughs> but yeah. we talk about the evil guy you, you are playing again. I mean, it's not the first time that they use a great face and your, your
2: aura to... Yeah, create a very evil, frightening guy. Which is not difficult if you're sitting seven hours on a horse and it's cold. So, but... (laughs) 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 But I mean, the interesting thing here is it's a family gang.
1: (coughs) We have brothers and we have a a father, like a dictator ruling over them and uh, ruling all over the whole village. So how would you describe uh, your position, the position of your character in that, let's say, team of evil guys?
2: Well, as you can already see there's lots of fear in this in this valley and there's also lots of fear between the brothers and between so there's and it's always a, a relation of fear you always look at the other and at the boss the oldest brother which is played by Tobias Moretti so yeah there's always a, a checking out what what is what how is he reacting mm-hmm. when when the character of Sam arrives and and he's really if he would sort of reject the money we would like jump like dogs on him but because he so there's always this checking and there's this strong hierarchy between these brothers like a pack yeah it? and it's like like dogs it's like really like dogs so this was really that's why I was so glad that we were there were so amazing actors in it so that you really because it's it's a very silent movie lots of things had to happen without words mm-hmm. and only through looking at each other and checking energy so it was lots of fun doing that, actually. Mm. It's
1: uh, hans Michael Rehberg, is, uh, the father, the yeah. boss of the gang, and he's frightening even laying down even in a bed. Or something. When we
2: go to him, when, when something happened in the film, I don't want to describe it more what happened. It's like there's always that fear in front of him. How could he react to that? We failed again. And you know, there's it's always about fear. The whole thing is about fear. Even we are the ones who terrorize the valet. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. It's a very strong visual concept. I already said that. We could see it even in the clip, I think. Black and white, snow and, and the trees, and the rocks, and all the characters are very strong, and a very strong confrontation. I would, would really like to know how did um, the director created that together with you, that atmosphere and that, that look. He's a very uh, skilled man. I think he worked with Michael Haneke, by the way. He cut some movies of that great director. So was it very challenging uh, to be part of a, I can see that very clear visual concept.
0: Well, one of the great things about Andreas as a director is that he knows exactly what he w- what he wants and he has a very hands-on approach with absolutely every single department, a very clear vision of what he wants, so with, with costume, with m- mascara, with um, makeup and that sort of it that sort of spreads throughout everybody you know so that when we when you're in your costume and the va- you know the, the the location itself plays such a character in the in the movie you know the it can be welcoming or it can easily you can make it feel very uh unwelcoming uh, very without a stretch of the imagination but he there's not, these things aren 't really discussed so much as they are they sa- they're, they're because of the way he 's orchestrating it, one feels like one knows what's r- required as well't 's it's it's
2: it's a gift you know when you 're an actor and you come to a set and then you meet the the makeup department or the costume department and then you and then suddenly it makes so much sense in 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 that film, for example, because they were great i mean the costumes they are unbelievable, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they give you so much, and then it's like bits and pieces are getting together. And then um, when these pieces get together and you're in the horse, in this costume, with this makeup, in the cold, gives you a lot as an actor Mm. if you, you know.
1: Yeah. And we have another example for that great piece of art. I would um, suggest that you announce it now in, in German, because that's the <laughs> <a> proof <laughs> that you speak German so very well. Nah, Maybe okay. you can say something like, okay, we, we see another clip from the movie and uh, enjoy it. In Those the are
0: the five words I don't know. Really. <laughs> 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 um, you can say something Kliebe else. So, liebe Damen and Herren, sehr geehrter, kommt eine, die letzte.
2: Clip? Clip Das ist die gleiche Worte auf Englisch,
3: oder?
0: So
1: you saw Paula, for a short moment, Paula be an amazing young actress and you, show, you saw a, a small part of the showdown. It looks like the end, but it isn't. we can say that. It's really a great showdown and this is also something very special, I think in German and Austrian a cinema, to have uh, so much blood, so violent and so very well uh, performed. <laughs> this was fun, wasn't it? To shoot there and to have that really great ballet of violence. For me, it was new
2: I loved it, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. it's like playing. it's <laughs> like you know it's like this is the great part of our job that you can just do stuff three you, should, days. you shouldn't three do in real three life Three days that's that's scene no. oh, m- or what more what uh, yeah, I mean three two days. or three days yeah
0: my only brick
2: i uh, not, not not that part, but it, it takes as you said it's yeah, it's, the whole it's, thing. it's much longer the whole th- um
0: I had an idea when I was uh in bed before shooting the next day that partly because my jacket, my coat was so big that I didn't really fancy, I didn't think I'd be very agile in in it. And also I remember when I was uh, sort of in scouts and things as a boy, you never sleep in your coat, you know, You, you try and sleep in as little as possible. So I had the idea that I should be not wearing the coat and be in my shirt and vest. And I would also look a little more vulnerable, like I've been caught off guard. But then after that,
1: <laughs>
0: I felt pretty stupid suggesting that I only wear a shirt for three days
1: yeah. in the mountains. It was really cold all over the time. Well, we were something. incredibly
0: lucky. I mean, yeah? with because the, the weather changes so quickly in the mountains. And, you you know, there's a, there's usually a problem at some point shooting a movie weather-wise, especially if you're doing a lot of location work. But somehow... To have three days in a row that were more or less the same and mm-hmm. could be used together is really... Yeah. And when it wasn't quite right, they, it somehow, you know, th- they were annoyed that the sun was shining at that time. But if you look at it there with the fog and the, sh- and the sun shining through the trees, it looks incredible. So we had a lot of very lucky accidents. But shooting the scene for me was really, I'd never done a shootout before or anything. I, I, I was in hog heaven. I loved it. Mm.
1: He's he, he was a guy in in, in a Hamlet. So, of course. I, I I'm not sure. Did we see you in that scene? Me. We, we know that you are in the oh, scene. I'm in the cabin in, yeah. cabin in the cabin yeah. exactly. So, no, I pop out later. Yeah, yeah, in the cabin.
2: <laughs> so, what about you shooting like an idiot? Fantastic. Well, I I've done more even more, but not S- some like this. <laughs> so, um <I'm, I'm> before. <laughs> yeah, in other movies to. as well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're, I'm not only doing scenes like that, sure, it's fun, but sometimes yeah. to do something like that. Yeah, it was
1: great to see you at the Berlinale in a really passionate love uh, story, the gay love Totally story. different. It's
2: a lot of physical love scenes, great. Where I also was speaking in a foreign language, where I was spoke speaking in Portuguese, which I don't know at all, yes. which was quite a challenge to... Mm-hmm. Well, so we were in the same experience, and what is so important that you, are, when you are in a scene with with your partner, that you can look at his eyes and you can just react and interact, and that there's not uh, something else like thinking about the text, how do you pronounce it and how, you know. Yeah, so it's absolutely. you really have to prepare yourself a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, so you're free and can play. So,
1: so what do you want to know? Please ask whatever you want to. You see, they're really willing to answer. <laughs>
3: Hello. I believe you shot the movie uh, in two parts, didn't you? Like in the winter part and the summer part. How hard or easy or interesting is it to come back after a couple of weeks of shooting, having the
0: experience already through your head a little bit and then go back and shoot again? Yeah, it's true, so I never did anything like that before. And to try and not put on too much weight in the in-between times, well, it was like two, <clears throat> two months I think to almost two months, it was, I didn't like the feeling as well, because it's, you leave something unfinished, and I'm always a little bit tense while making movies that, and I was from the very first one that I did, I was convinced that something was gonna go wrong, and they weren't gonna, the film wasn't gonna actually get finished, I was so happy that I'd been offered a job. And that hasn't really left me. I'm always a little bit, you know, I hope I hope we all make it through and everything's going to be okay, because it's quite dangerous sometimes. So it was, an, it was a very strange feeling to leave something that I had the feeling was great and I was really proud of until that point. But that it, we'd left something unfinished and we're then going to l- spend two months waiting was difficult psycho- psychologically, but I was super happy to go back. And it was a bit warmer as well, which was also good.
2: The horse riding was much easier, and that was a nice experience because you could just you c- c- just saw where you were going with your horse.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> in the film I was just doing on the Berlinale Parade for Tour, we had a break of two months, and I, I had exactly the same experience as Sam, sort of it this, but in the Brazilian film. Um, it was a great experience, because also what you worked on sort of, how do you describe it? Uh, yeah, that? it sinks in. It's it sinks day. in and you just, the experiences you made with your character, you can sort of build up on that, even when there's a break, which That's is, which is well. a nice yeah. feeling, yeah. or can be a nice feeling. Mm. Praia do Futuro is settled in,
1: in Brazil and in, in Berlin. Yes, so exactly. International love stories, so. okay. thank you. Thanks. Are there more questions?
4: Hi, I just wanted to say I saw the film on Saturday night and really enjoyed it. Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> I'm from England.
0: I <laughs> know, uh, but in north northern England.
4: Uh, I have family in, in Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. You're from Leeds. I could tell it immediately. <laughs> I was born in Leeds. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> same. Very good. Um, but, and I have to say I was pleasantly surprised about how well it worked because uh, you've been talking about the, an alpine western as you know, the most natural thing in the world, but the fact is with the dialect, with the beautiful scenery, it could have potentially become uh, laughable as a you know, this sort of genre, but it doesn't because I think because you do it properly, it's totally straight. You know, you really see it through. It's done consequently. But when you saw the, the screenplay, did you have any I know skepticism that it might not actually work as you know, as a new genre?
0: Um, thank <coughs> you, for the compliment. Um, not really, I mean it came at a funny time really, I got... It. Andreas had seen a photo of me apparently, he had no idea, he'd never seen a film of mine or didn't know that I could speak a bit of German and my agents read the idea Alpine Western and didn't even tell me about it and then uh, so the, it got sent to me via Tom Tikva, the German director and. I hadn't read it I didn't I didn't read it immediately and he sent me a second email saying you've obviously not read it because I'm sure you would have replied by now so out of guilt I sat down to read it and I don't there's always a certain amount of skepticism with everything or doubt usually when you're reading something but the the prose the sort of the the idea of being able to play a character like this, from, you know, which is sort of a childhood thing, and, and in another language, it's difficult, but as a British actor, they, A, they don't make many Westerns, All right, Tar- Tarantino does, but. That, uh, and at that time, in where I was in my career as well, I thought, well, I've never done anything like this, so I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting Andreas, the director, we had such a great conversation and i had absolutely no doubt in his uh, knowledge of the of the genre and also what else he was wanting to bring to it other f- other film ideas and things that i thought no i never i, th- I just i was uh, i was just i was excited to get on with it almost as soon as i'd finished reading it actually
1: Absolutely, very important question. I think it could have been really ridiculous. I absolutely agree with you. So,
2: but the you the in, 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 in the film business, like when you read scripts, it's always also about uh, instinct and trust. Because not even because it's a genre movie, it could go wrong. You know, there's. It's. I'm from theater. I've been doing ten year theater where you have much more control over, the, over the, uh, the result because you're always on stage when you're showing it. In film, it's like, you, when we left that valet, we said goodbye, and then one year later, you sit in a s- screening room and you see the result. And so, you know, there's... M- in theatre, you're, as I just said, yeah, so...
0: Yeah, there's almost a, there's always a leap of faith at some point, where mm-hmm. you just sort of uh,
2: give, give
0: in to the doubts and, and, and fears.
2: I mean, there's one thing about this movie I really want to point out again, which is like the, the departments, they were so well that you don't rea- realize how well they are because you're not, you know, you see the costumes and you're not thinking, well, these are great costumes. You just don't, you, you just think these people were like weeks in those clothes and you don't see that the houses, you know, it's it's so great that they are sort of naturally part of the film and of the story. Mm. Just, that's what I think. Yeah,
0: nothing really sticks out, does it? No.
1: Yeah. It's really hard to say, but it, it doesn't look like a German-Austrian movie, and it's a really compliment. <laughs> I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, We have to say that, but it feels <laughs> it's like. Yeah. It's true. So, are there more more questions Thank here? You. Let's ask whatever you want to. If not, I would. Uh, ask another thing because we all j- just talked about the genre western but for me it's also another genre you're playing with is and i couldn't find an english word for that heimat film hmm. i found the translation <laughs> dictionary sentimental movie with original background interesting enough it seems to be r- really a very german uh genre the Heimatfilm. It's like
0: spicy it's a uh, sort of uh z- Unique, they're difficult to translate. Yeah. There's a Heimat channel on Sky. <laughs> and when I heard the word, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Not for very long, mm-hmm. I have to admit. Yeah. Um, because, because I had is. really no idea. I mean, it's kind of Heidi, is that sort of Heimat? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't really know. You're I know this from, from school in... In England as well, but
1: yeah, but in, it's in the 50s uh, they had, had a lot of Heimat film in, in Germany and in Austria to comfort people after a the war. musical as well, some of them. Yeah, as the well. colors and uh, using Would you would really you like call that a Heimatfilm? Innovate well? is also a Heimat film, yeah, in the best sense, I think. What, what films Because it's really the the, the dark valley. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's it's located very clearly. You know everything. You can sure. s- understand sure. the location and the people and the traditions. So I think it's both. It's a western and it's a Heimat film. Mash up. Did Andreas. Discuss that with you. Or I you heard
0: the word from <laughs> pro- a producer, I think, first.
1: Yeah. Because it doesn't sound very well, I think, for German audience, but it's I mean, an in- interesting genre, of yeah. course. A brutal heimatfilm. It's are. a brutal Western <laughs> heimatfilm. <laughs> yeah. Did Alexandra, your wife, Maria Lara, great German actress, you saw her probably in Rush, co-starring Daniel Brühl, fantastic, by yeah. the way. Did she see the movie? Did she like it? What did she
2: say?
0: She's always kind enough to say she loves my movies. Always.
1: Fortunately,
0: I'm very lucky like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) She's a good actress. She's a a very good actress, as you said, sir.
0: I always believe it. (laughs) Um, We watched it together. I mean, she helped me as well at home with uh, when I was practicing uh, um, with with the dialect, and spent time on set as well with us. I think we watched it all together the first time, wasn't it? We did. I? We watched it in a in a screening room. Yeah. Sometimes they play you the movie before the cinema, so the shock isn't quite so uh, uh, brutal. Yeah. And um, yeah, she. Uh, I think she loved it because it's, as you say, it's it's not a typical of German or or, or Austrian cinema, and it's a very. Uh, in my opinion when you l- when you leave the, the cinema it's it stays it stays with you the ap- the atmosphere of this place is is very s- is very strong um but yeah she 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 loved it.
1: yeah and your little boy is now 7 weeks old so we can still congratulate him he'll have a while to
0: wait for it yeah <laughs> great well he's going to have to be 18 before he sees most of my films sure sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> especially that one yeah
1: i mean there's one interesting thing at you Careers, both of you. You went out of Germany and did international stuff like Casino Royale. You came to Germany, but you're still, of course, working abroad. Like,
0: um yeah, we see. To m- I've been asked this as well. It's like a, a lot of German actors want to have international careers or something. But to me, this is an. Inter- this was an international film, of course, coming from Britain to work in Austria in another language. Doesn't get much more international. And I think. What's sometimes hard. I mean, um, my wife and Clemens are, are, are exceptions. I would say probably that when you when you come from a country where the language is spoken in in so few other countries, it can be harder to to have an international career. And the American market tend to look at German actors as the classic uh, war villains, shall we say, or or Russians or uh, something you know because it's, ac- it's an it's yeah. an accent so they're all the same over there in europe
2: even in france i mean i was doing like two productions in france where I was the russian yeah
0: i mean yeah. It's, it's it's but, but Which I like? the standard for me with you know with all the w- everybody there was an international class of of acting to play opposite and it was a pr- privilege
1: Absolutely. We should underline it here in front of an international audience. We have great German actors and actresses that can play everything. Now we have both of them in a very uh, fascinating, very special movie called Das Tal* or The Dark Valley. Clemens Schick and Sam Riley, it was a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you very much for For having us.
2: (laughs)